everybody. Welcome to Come Follow Me Daily Dose. I'm Lindsay Hansen, and today is December 9th. Today we're going to continue in Moroni chapter 7. Now what I love in Moroni chapter 7 is that is that Mormon is not teaching abstract principles. We know that in this chapter, he speaks a lot about faith, hope, and charity. And what I like about that is that it's easy when we're talking about a principle, it's easy to compartmentalize the principle. Talk about faith. What is faith? What's its definition? What does it lead to? Same with hope and charity. But Mormon doesn't do that. He talks about all three of these principles in their relationship to Jesus Christ. We talked yesterday about how our Father in Heaven wants to give us all good things and how Mormon teaches that through our faith in Christ, we are able to learn how to lay hold upon all good things. So Mormon isn't just teaching about faith in the abstract or faith as a generic principle. Mormon is consistently teaching about faith in Christ. He doesn't just talk about hope as a optimistic, great thing. He's talking about hope because of Christ or hope for Christ. When he begins to teach about charity, he's not talking about love in the abstract. As he teaches about charity, he teaches us how to love like Christ. So as he's teaching these principles here in this chapter, all things are centered in Christ. How to have faith in Christ, how to hope for Christ and his promises, and how to love like Christ. All things pointing us to him. Verse 33 says, And Christ hath said, If ye will have faith in me, ye shall have power to do whatsoever thing is expedient in me. Now, I love this idea of faith leading to power. It's interesting because sometimes I think when we're speaking about faith more in the abstract term, we tend to talk about faith as if it means the same thing as trust. Oftentimes we hear the phrase, oh, just have faith that everything will work out. Now, that's an interesting phrase, but I think that it is fundamentally wrong. Because oftentimes when we say, oh, I just have faith that everything will work out, that means we want to sit back and just believe that things will be okay, that things will work out exactly the way we want it to work out. But fundamentally, I think that that is a flawed phrase. We're taught by the scriptures and we're taught by the prophets and apostles that faith is a principle of action as well as power. Meaning, just saying, oh, I have faith that it'll work out and not doing anything, that's not faith. That's trust. I trust that it'll work out and then just sit back and hope that you're right. If we're going to have faith in something, it means we're going to act. We're going to do something. We're going to put in the work. Faith is a principle of action. But as we're taught here in verse 33, as we have faith and we put our faith to action, faith becomes a principle of power. Through our faith and through our action, we gain power to accomplish whatsoever thing is expedient. That's the promise. If we have faith, we can accomplish whatever is necessary. That doesn't mean that we sit back and do nothing and trust that it will happen. Faith means we do something about it. And through our actions, we gain power from on high to accomplish the things that Heavenly Father would have us do. Think for a second about the faith of Nephi. He said, I will go and do the things which the Lord has commanded. He didn't say, I'll wait and see if the things which God has commanded just happens. And because he went, because he did, 
Because he was willing to put his faith into action, he obtained power to accomplish those things. As Elder Boyd K. Packer said, faith is a real power, not just an expression of belief. Now, I think it's also important to remember what Elder Holland taught, that an honest expression of belief is a beautiful and good thing. However, our faith, in order to be true faith, has to lead to action. And as we act upon our faith, we are granted power. Now, Elder Uchtdorf described faith, hope, and charity as all part of a three-legged stool. And we really get a sense that that's true here in this chapter, as Mormon is going to teach us about those three things. So he speaks to us about faith and how by our faith we can have power to accomplish all things. And then he goes on and speaks about hope. Now, it's interesting because Bruce R. McConkie once explained that we have faith in things, but we have hope for things, meaning faith is more about the present and hope is more about the future. Elder Uchtdorf said it this way, Hope is not knowledge, but rather the abiding trust that the Lord will fulfill his promise to us. It is confidence that if we live according to God's laws and the words of his prophets now, we will receive desired blessings in the future. It is believing and expecting that our prayers will be answered. It is manifesting confidence, optimism, enthusiasm, and patient perseverance. I like the idea that he says, hope is believing and expecting that our prayers will be answered. Now, I love this because in Spanish, the word for hope is esperanza. However, esperanza is also the word for expectation. And in its verb form, Esperar, it means to hope for, to wait for, and to expect. So when we hope, we are expecting and waiting for the blessings of God to come to fruition. I love that idea. And now in one of my favorite verses in the entire Book of Mormon, Mormon is going to tell us what we should hope for. He says, And what is it that ye shall hope for? Behold, I say unto you, that ye shall have hope through the atonement of Christ and the power of his resurrection to be raised up unto life eternal. And this because of your faith in him according to the promise. So what should we have hope for? According to this, we should hope for all the promises that our Savior has made. We should hope for the power of the resurrection. We should hope for the gift of the atonement. We should hope for his grace. We should hope for that redemption. In short, as it says in verse 22, we should have hope in Christ because we understand that in Christ there should come every good thing. Faith in Christ leads to hope in all the good things that our Savior offers to us. We can have hope for redemption. We can have hope for eternal families. We can hope for exaltation. We can hope for strength beyond our own because of and through the atonement of Jesus Christ. My friends, hope increases as we come to a greater understanding of who God and our Savior are, as we develop a stronger relationship with them, as we come to understand their characters and how they hope and delight in making and keeping promises with us, then our hope burns brightly. As we come to know them, we gain greater and greater 
hope for the future, greater and greater hope that the promises of God will be fulfilled. I testify that because of Jesus Christ, because of his atonement, there is hope smiling brightly before us. Our faith in Jesus Christ and the action that it leads to will always lead us to a greater hope for the promises of Christ to be fulfilled, because that is who he is, and those are the promises that he makes to us. Thank you so much for listening today. If you're enjoying this podcast, make sure to follow us on social media. Subscribe, like, comment, or share. This has been Come Follow Me, Daily Dose, and I'm Lindsay Hansen. Hansen.